QuickBooks folks. That's what they used as the backbone of the accounting system at FTX, which was a $32 billion corporation just not too long ago. Well, that's according to John Ray, who was appointed by Sam Bankman-Fried as the CEO that would take over when he declared bankruptcy of FTX. Now, Sam Bankman-Fried is sitting in a Bahamian prison right now. And instead of running a $32 billion company, he's trying to organize vegan meals from his parents to his prison, which being the Bahamas is probably not air conditioned. It's hotter than hell. It's overcrowded. It's full of maggots and it's got vermin, rats and God knows what running around. What a terrible fall. But this is according to John Ray, who I said uh, just a second ago has taken over the company and, and has a really good reputation with, with rescuing the assets of Enron for people. And he stands a very good chance of actually trying to recoup at least something for the people that had money sitting in their accounts that just got swept away by this criminal. I, I, he's not really a criminal yet, but I, let's let the, the courts go where they may with this whole thing. But it's, it's really looking like it. And here's what John Ray had to say, folks. Stem from absolute concentration of control in the hands of a small group of grossly inexperienced unsophisticated individuals who failed to implement virtually any of the systems or controls that are necessary for a company entrusted with other people's money or assets. Employees would communicate, you know, invoicing and expenses on, on Slack, which is, you know, essentially a, a you know, a, a way of communicating for chat rooms. Uh, they use QuickBooks, a multi-billion dollar company using QuickBooks. QuickBooks? QuickBooks. Uh, Nothing against QuickBooks, very nice tool, just not for a multi-billion dollar company. Uh, there's no independent board, right? We, we had one person really controlling this. And it's sad, folks. I mean, when you look at the, the QuickBooks uh, software, I mean, it's, it's not a bad software package, but the question arose in my head, why is QuickBooks not good for large companies? And according to this website, the basic answer is limited users and file size. And it goes on to say that since QuickBooks is designed for small businesses, it has limitations on how many users or files it can handle simultaneously. Performance is impacted when handling large transaction volumes or when several users are working at the solution at the same time. When several users are working at the solution at the same time? I mean, that's likely going to be the scenario at a company that's managing $32 billion in assets. But evidently, the way that they got around that was that they had one person that was doing this. So evidently, you know, that, that limitation wasn't a problem. But the fact that they had no oversight in that role is a problem, folks. And take a look at this. So this is an article that's coming to us by way of CNBC, and it's entitled... New FTX CEO to tell Congress about bankrupt crypto firm spending binge and loans to insiders. So John Ray is, is trying his best to get into this company and try to rescue some of the assets that are there for people that had money sitting in their accounts that just got swept away. 
And in, in peeling off the layers of this onion of FTX, he's saying that the company went on a spending binge in late 2021 through 2022, when approximately $5 billion was spent buying a myriad of businesses and investments, many of which may only be worth a fraction of what was paid for them. He also said that loans and other payments were made to insiders in excess of $1 billion. So, you know, when a company's just flush with cash, of course, you know, you know, you need money for something, you want to buy a brand new car, you know, or whatever the heck it is, a billion dollars went to loans to insiders. And you can be sure that he's going to try to claw that back. I mean, it's just a, a, a cavalcade of mismanagement here, folks. And, and the first red flag is that the company was based out of the Bahamas. So they weren't subject to all of the regulation that companies are when they're in the United States. And it just goes on. There's a myriad of things here. It's just a classic cluster, uh, you know, what went on here. The Part of the problem that I saw was that Sam Bankman-Fried controlled 90% of this other company called Alameda. And uh, they shifted a lot of money over to Alameda Research, which was a trading company. This company was flush with cash, and he owned 90% of that company. And they don't know where any of the money is has gone. But they're going to find out, folks. They're going to certainly find out. And uh, the one thing I want to show you here is Kevin O'Leary. You remember Kevin O'Leary? He was on the Shark Tank. And uh, evidently, this, this Kevin O'Leary was a goodwill ambassador for FTX. And this article right here, take a look at it. Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary, he has insisted that he has learned he used to be anti-cryptocurrency, he said. Um, he, he used to hate cryptocurrency, and uh, all of a sudden he changed. Well, evidently, uh, FTX has paid him $15 million to be a goodwill ambassador. And he wants to tell you, though, that uh, he insisted that as he learned more about cryptocurrency, his views changed and turned more positive. And he quote, I quote him here. He says, the point is, it was long before I became a paid spokesperson, long before, he said, of his bullish shift on crypto. So he went from hating it to loving it. And he's trying to tell everybody that, well, that happened way before they gave me $15 million. Right. Yeah, I'm sure of that. And he went on to say this, folks. Have a listen to this. I'm going to cut to exactly what Kevin O'Leary said about this. I, I always, my opinion about this is when you become an advocate for getting it back on a credit committee, you take care of the small people first, the people that lost their money. In term, I don't mean small people. I mean, people that diminishment amounts inside their accounts, they're hurt the most. And so it's not that the shareholders of which I'm included, I mean, both of these groups, I don't think we should get anything back. We're venture investors. We're big boys. We yeah, lost right. our money. We understand it. I don't want anything back there until the people that had money in the accounts get theirs back. That that just seems that, that just seems fair. And I I really because we we know as venture investors we're going to get it wrong eighty percent of the time. And here's another one. But it just there's something wrong with sweeping somebody's account of their assets. Where is that money? That's the question I have, and everybody on the committee is going to want the same answer. And so does John Ray. Where this is a classic case, and he said it himself this week in front of the Senate too. This is just follow the money. You know, he ought to be ashamed, folks, for getting people involved in this thing. I mean, this is a man 
and, and we've seen him in action on, on Shark Tank. This is a man who knows his stuff. He knows his accounting. He's been through this before. It's not his first rodeo, and he got it all wrong. And he's trying to tell you that the reason wasn't because he didn't change from loving, hating crypto to loving it because of that $15 million that he was paid by FTX. I mean, something just, just doesn't smell right here, folks. And now he's claiming that all of the money that they paid him has, has just totally uh, gone away. And he said on Thursday, yesterday, he said that the total deal was just under $15 million all in, including a bunch of agents that I had to pay. Uh, and he's claiming that he's just lost it all. And he fell victim to something called group think and admitted all of the institutional investors in the company now look like idiots. Well, Kevin O'Leary, I'm sorry to say you look like an idiot too. And they even had Larry David the comedian actually doing advertisements. I mean, this company was well-funded. I mean, it had the glitz, it had the glamour, it had all of that going for it. All of that going in the one direction to convince people to put their money in it, of which they lost. So here's one of the commercials that Larry David had, folks. Have a look at this. Edison, can I be honest with you? It stinks. Does your wife know what's going on here? She knows I go to work. You're wasting your time. That's sad. Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Safe? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't either. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. Hmm. Well, you know, he's an actor, folks. I... I I'm kind of cutting Larry David a little bit of slack here. I, I still like Larry David. I, I still like the guy. But um, one thing I want to show you here, folks, we're switching gears now, and I'm going into those NFTs that Donald Trump was talking about the other day, just yesterday. Remember those? Well, there's an article that uh, the Daily Mail has put out, and Trump has sold all 4,500 of his $99 digital NFT trading cards in a single day. The, uh, it's been revealed, though, that his money spinner, they're calling it a money spinner, is being run out of a one-story building in an upstate New York and a Utah strip mall. Oh, my God. I mean, it just never ends. So you, you, you can read the article. It's, it's on the Daily Mail, and there's been a lot of chatter about all of this. But there were sweepstakes which I kind of found interesting. You know, there's sweepstakes that are still going on. And Terry Pierce of the National Sweepstakes Company said the firm was handling the free entries. I guess you could have a dinner with Donald Trump and all of this kind of stuff. But the interesting thing here, folks, is that it's housed in a single-story commercial building next door to a Great Wall China buffet and a BT's diner. Some consumers may think I don't even have a chance to win, but they can still win, she told the DailyMail.com. They can still win. And, you know, for the sweepstakes, uh, send a hand, all you have to do is send a hand-printed, self-addressed, stamped envelope to yada, 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 1143 East Union Street, New York, New York. And it has to be received within 60 calendar days. And, um, you know, you've got a chance to win. You've got a chance to win. And I looked it up, and, and here's where that sweepstakes are going to go. If you send it in, 
folks, um, you know, this is this is the building that uh, the, the sweepstakes are going to go to right here. So there's the Great Wall Buffet. Plenty of parking here if you want to drive in. Plenty of parking, and there it is. I've kind of circled it. What could go wrong with that? Looks legit, doesn't it? Folks, thanks for joining me, and I'll look for you next time around. Till then.